Hello, my name is Whitney Brayer, and thank you so much for tuning into this podcast, podcast number six called Aspire to Inspire. I'm a motivational speaker, I'm a trainer, and I'm an executive coach, and it's my passion, my purpose, my calling in life to use my energy and my positive mindset to have an impact on the people around me and inspire them to create the change they want to see in their life. And this podcast is one platform to do so. And the title to this podcast, Aspire to Inspire, thinking about the word aspire, which means to aim towards something really big. And the focus today is aspiring to inspire your audience when you give a presentation, aiming for something really big. You know, presentations doesn't mean you have to stand on stage with a microphone. It can be you standing in front of a team at a team meeting or a project meeting or giving a short skills training on the job. Did you know that research has recently revealed that there are 30 million PowerPoint presentations every day? I repeat, 30 million. And did you know that research has revealed that 84% of these 30 million are so boring that the audience is on the brink of falling asleep? And even if the audience doesn't fall asleep, Studies show that these 30 million PowerPoint presentations, that 97% have some serious room for improvement. And the bottom line is that only 3%, 3% motivate, inspire, and involve the audience. Do your presentations belong to the 3%? If you're not sure, just keep listening. You know, the inspiration for this podcast came from a friend who recently told me, oh, Whitney, I just came back from a very long day at work. I said, what happened? Yeah, I listened to a department head give a project presentation. I said, and? He said, well, content-wise, the guy definitely knows what he's talking about. But from a didactic point of view, oh, we were just about to fall asleep. So this department head belongs to the 84% that put the audience to sleep. So much of instructor-led or frontal training involves a facilitator presenting information to the audience with little concern for social bonding and little effort giving them space to create, problem solve, and think on their own. And you might be thinking, whoa, 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 social bonding? What the heck are you talking about, Whitney? Yes, social bonding, because you are presenting to a group of human beings. Or if you're presenting to robots or machines, you can just stop listening now. Hmm, are you still there? Okay, good. So I assume you present to human beings? Then just keep listening, please. For years, our society has viewed intelligence as something very linear. I mean, just look at IQ tests, which aim to measure linear thinking abilities. Experts have discovered that there are a number of different ways or intelligences on how people learn best, and they're not always linear. And you may be thinking, whoa, Whitney, I just want to give a presentation. I just want to present my research findings. I just want to show the board the status of my project. I just want to show our marketing plan to the sales team. I like to get funding for my project. I challenge that. 
If you just want to do those things and just send them an email and attach your presentation to it and good luck. Don't you want to inspire your audience to understand, appreciate, and use your research findings? Don't you want the board to not only understand the status of your project, but to appreciate what work you and your team has invested in the project and where you need their continued support at the moment? And what about that marketing plan that sales needs to understand? Do you need their expertise and support? Hmm. And if you want that funding for your project and you need to involve the potential investors, I mean, if they fall asleep while listening to you, you're not going to see a cent on your bank account. So I guess you have a couple of options. A, you can send them all a mail and attach your presentation. Good luck. B, you can show up and bore them to death. And by the way, then you waste a lot of company resources and time. Or C, you can adapt your presentation to all four learning preferences and quite possibly start getting the results you really want today. So in podcast number one, going back to the very beginnings, it was titled Talking at Cross Purposes. And there I discuss born and genetic preferences for extrovert or introvert communication. And just like these communication preferences, we are too also born with learning preferences, learning intelligences, if you will. And in the field of accelerated learning, this approach to learning intelligences is called the SAVI approach, S-A-V-I. Let's look and see what this four-step approach means in, in order to involve your audience. S stands for somatic Soma comes from Greek and means body. And this means tactile, hands-on approach to learning. These are the people in your audience, your participants in trainings or other settings that gets very fidgety and restless if they don't have something to do. And if you don't involve them and give them something to do as simple as raise their hands and participate in a question you should throw out to the audience, they're probably going to take out their phones and start typing away or look out the window and their mind is somewhere else. These are the people who enjoy product samples, something to feel. They enjoy raising their hands. They like writing down things on facilitation cards and even coming up to pin them on the pin board. And they enjoy a half finished product, completing it together with you on a flip chart. They even like getting up and handing out material for you. It's the movement. These are the people in chemistry class back in high school, and maybe you were one of them, that couldn't wait for the teacher to stop talking so you could just start doing something and experimenting. Sometimes you can identify them in your presentations by things they say like, I can do that. That feels right. My gut feeling tells me. These are somatic learners and they need movement. A from savvy, the next letter stands for auditory. And this means input and output. Auditory means learning by talking and hearing. Auditory learning is getting the audience members to translate their experience into sound by talking about what they are learning or hearing from you. Auditory learners, and maybe you're one of them, they like to read out loud. They talk out loud while solving problems. 
and they like to review and discuss learning experiences. In a trainer setting or in a teaching setting, for me personally, my rule of thumb is 30 to 40% input and I expect 60 to 70% output from my audience, no matter who I'm talking to. I don't care if it's board members or technicians in the lab. Everyone learns the same. Auditory learners appreciate audio and video recording. They appreciate hearing their own voice and discussing. They like integrating ideas in the audience in plenum. They appreciate meaningful pauses. Silence. You build into your presentation. And they may say things like, oh, that sounds right. Or I hear what you're saying. S-A-V. V stands for visual. Learning takes place through inner pictures like fantasy and imagination. The pictures are up in their mind's eye as well as a visual anchoring of new material and concepts. Visual learners learn best when they can see real-world examples, icons, pictures, various types of images while they are learning. Sometimes visual learners do even better when they can create mind maps and diagrams out of what they're learning. You know the proverb, uh, a picture says more than a thousand words. It definitely applies for visual learners. They like anecdotes or personal stories you tell about yourself. They get a picture in their mind's eye. They enjoy objects you might use for a demonstration. And you might hear them say things like, Ah, I see what you mean. I get the picture. Those are visual learners. S-A-V-I. Hmm. I stands for intellectual. Intellectual learners love to engage in activities such as solving problems, analyzing experiences, doing strategic planning, generating creative ideas, assessing and distilling information, and creating mental models. They love problems, case studies, and job-oriented tasks, and they love to analyze, solve, and reflect on them. Information is supported by data and figures. You can support your presentation for these types of learners by using a quote from a well-known person that supports your theory that you're talking about. Maybe an article from a well-known newspaper or respected newspaper. An exciting or important study with some data to look at, which underscores the point you're trying to make. A journal, a scientific journal and a journal with an interesting cover for your visual learners. And they may say things like, that makes sense. That's a good way to put it. I understand. S-A-V-I, somatic, auditory, visual, intellectual. Research shows that we typically have in life, each person, about two of these as our highest preferred learning styles, maybe three. Research shows that the average person has one which they can actually do without. They don't really need it. But here's the deal. When you design your presentations and the information you're delivering to your audience, no matter who you're talking to, if you're not aware of these learning types, human tendency is to present in a learning style that the speaker learns best in. 
However, there is a group of people listening to you and the chances are really high that you have all four styles in your audience. So if you want to aspire to inspire, to involve and create interest in what you're saying, well, then you need to start involving your audience and speaking to them in channels and learning preferences in ways they learn best. So go out there and inspire to inspire this week. Take a look at the presentation and the material you'll be talking about, no matter who your target audience is. And think about yourself, how you learn best, and make sure in every single presentation or talk that you give, you've covered all four learning channels. And have a great week and go out there and aspire to inspire. And thank you again so much for taking your time to listen today. If you'd like further support or more information about trainings and coachings and keynote speeches that I do, please contact me at www.whitneybrayer.com. There's a contact site there and other podcasts, other information about me, and we'd love to help you any way we can. And have a great day.